Welcome to the Confident Swinger Podcast, the podcast that teaches you to grow your confidence and embrace your badassery so you can fully experience the wonderful world of the lifestyle. If you are a swinger and you want to stop holding back and start living out all your sexy dreams, then this show is for you. I'm Joe Levitt, your host, coach, cheerleader, and guide, and I'm super excited to take this journey with you. So get excited. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Confidence Swinger podcast, where we grow your self-confidence and badassery so you can fully experience the lifestyle of your choice, or so you can get out of your head and into their bed. I'm Joe Levitt, confidence coach for swingers and other sexy freaks, and I help people get over their fear and grab life and the lifestyle by the balls. And who doesn't want that? This is episode 28, Being Thirsty in the Lifestyle. So we've probably all seen the people that we would consider thirsty. It's a term that's usually used to refer to a guy, not always, but most of the time. A guy that's clearly just all about the sex. So let me give you a couple of different scenarios. Scenario one, the online thirsty guy. He comments on every sexy picture in the Facebook groups, like every single one. And he only comments something like, that's hot, or that's so sexy, or I could make you come, or my oral game is strong, or something else that's blatantly sexual, but he doesn't interact in any other way. Or he comments on every looking for post, like every post that's looking for MFM or FMF or any of those. Even if they aren't looking for a guy, he still comments on every single one. Or maybe he DMs people that he doesn't even really know and he asks for pictures or even videos right away. Or scenario two, the in-person thirsty guy. He's the dude at an event that talks to every woman there, and it's all sexual. Or at least he talks to every woman until somebody takes him up on his offer. It's clear that his requirements are one, female, and two, willing. As soon as he walks up and opens his mouth, he starts trying to hook up with you. There's no getting to know each other. There's no seeing if there's a mutual attraction or connection. It's clear that he is just there to hook up and he's not shy about that. So first of all, let me say that I'm not judging that and I'm not saying that you should stop. That's not what this show is all about. I'm definitely not here to judge or slut shame anybody. Everybody's in the lifestyle for something different. Everybody has their own interests and desires. Some people are in the lifestyle just for sex So putting out that thirsty vibe probably works for some people. So if that's you and you don't mind that people think that you're thirsty, if you know that it's probably going to turn a lot of people off, but you just don't care, then this show probably isn't for you. But if the thought of showing up like that sounds fucking awful, if you want more out of the lifestyle than just a quick fuck and you want to make sure that people know that, If the thought of putting off that thirsty vibe, that I just want to fuck vibe makes you cringe, 
if you want to make sure that you don't come off as that guy, then you're going to want to keep listening. On every episode, I will be wearing new podcast panties. Today, my podcast panties are light pink boy shorts that say the confident swinger across my ass. We gave out some of these boy shorts at Hito when we went last time and people really liked them. Plus, they're super comfy. I also like to give a little warning at the beginning of the show, a little disclaimer, if you will. This is an adults only show. We're going to be talking about adult content like sex and non-monogamy, and I clearly have a raging potty mouth. But this show is also designed to help you grow. It's designed to help you build your confidence and help you embrace your badassery. Because you are fucking amazing, and it's time that you saw that. It's time that you embraced your quirks and your flaws and your awkwardness instead of running from them or avoiding them. People love that shit. They love your quirks and flaws and awkwardness. But here's the deal. Change isn't easy. Changing your lifelong patterns and learning to think a new way about yourself isn't easy. It's fucking hard and it takes work. So if you're lazy or if you've always got an excuse about why you can't do it, then you're probably going to feel personally attacked. And guess what? I don't fucking care. I'm not here to hold your hand and tell you that you're right and tell you the world is just a terrible place and it's okay to hide because that's bullshit. The world is exactly as hard as you choose to see it. So you can feed the negativity, you can feed the excuses and the poor me story that you've been telling yourself, and you can stay right the fuck where you are right now, or you can feed the positivity and you can choose to face the fear and face the vulnerability and choose to face the challenge of growing into the amazing person that you want to be. The person that isn't afraid to put themselves out there. The person that isn't afraid to make the first move. The person that isn't afraid to step into the spotlight or into the middle of the dance floor because you honestly don't give a shit what other people think. That's the you that I'm talking about. One more thing, I'm a coach. I'm not a therapist or a counselor. I'm really not super interested in your past. I'm way more interested in your future. I'm interested in your goals. I'm interested in knowing what you want out of the lifestyle and what's holding you back from getting it. Is it a negative body image? Is it a lack of confidence? Is it the fear of rejection? I can help you with all that when you're ready. When you're ready to change, when you're ready to grow, when you're ready to dig deep and do the work, when you're ready to invest in yourself and in the life that you want, I can help. But I can't want it for you. You have to want it for yourself. Okay, now that all that happy crap is out of the way, it's Joe time. So today's show is about the thirsty vibe. 
And we can't have a show about the thirsty vibe without explaining exactly what the fuck I'm talking about when I say the thirsty vibe. So what exactly is the thirsty vibe? It's one of those things that doesn't necessarily have one definitive definition. In my opinion, and for the purposes of today's show, someone is thirsty or someone has a thirsty vibe if they're just interested in sex. They don't want to be friends or even friendly. They just want to fuck. They don't really care who they fuck as long as they fuck. And they might just be looking for pictures or videos just for personal pleasure or maybe for free porn. So we talked about what the thirsty vibe was. Let's talk a little bit what that thirsty vibe might look like. It might look like talking only about sex in person or online. There's no interest in knowing anything personal about the other person. They just really want to know if you want to go fuck. It might look like talking to everyone of the opposite sex or the same sex if that's what they're into. Ladies can be thirsty for other ladies and guys can be thirsty for other guys. It might look like messaging everyone or commenting on everything. And the comments are exclusively sexual and probably the same message for everyone. There is no creativity here. And they don't discriminate because the who isn't nearly as important as the what. And the what is sex. It might look like messaging people and asking for pictures right away. Even people they don't know and have never met. It also might look like messaging people and asking to meet up right away. I do want to make a little disclaimer here. Wanting to meet somebody early on doesn't necessarily mean that you're putting out a thirsty vibe. Some people just prefer to meet for drinks or dinner instead of chatting online. That could just be a personal preference. And I also want to say that doing any one of those things doesn't necessarily mean that you're thirsty or that you're putting out the thirsty vibe. But I want you to be aware that this kind of behavior can come off looking thirsty. And that turns a lot of people off. So we talked about what the thirsty vibe was and what it looks like to other people. So let's talk a little bit about what that thirsty vibe feels like. It usually feels a little desperate. It feels aggressive. It feels cocky. Not confident, but cocky. There is a world of difference between the two. It feels selfish. It feels shallow. And it feels like the person doesn't matter. Only the sex matters. I said before that if that's you, I'm not here to judge you. If that's you and you own that shit, good for you. If you are okay with people thinking that you're just interested in fucking and nothing else, and you know that that's probably going to turn a lot of people off and you don't care, then great. I appreciate your honesty. If it's working for you, then keep doing it. Keep doing you and as many other people as you can convince. As long as you're being ethical and you have consent and you're being honest and you're following the rules of whatever groups you may be in, and you're respecting that no means no, and you move on, then it's nobody's place to judge you. Because honestly, there are people in the lifestyle that just want to fuck. 
They don't want a friendship. They don't care to know your name. They don't want to pretend to care about you on any level deeper than sexual. They just want to fuck. They want to get in, get off, and get out. So when those people that all want the same thing find each other, that's awesome. That's also what the lifestyle is all about. It's about having the freedom to explore your own sexual interests and desires in a non-judgmental space. So I'm definitely not judging you if that's you. But most people don't want to show up that way. Most people don't see other people as just a piece of meat, as just a dick or a pussy. Most people want more out of their sexual interactions. They want an attraction. They want a connection. They want to see other people on a more personal level. And they want to know that the other person or people see them on a more personal level too. They don't want to come off as desperate. They don't want to come off as aggressive. They don't want to come off as selfish. They don't want to come off as shallow. Why? Because that's not who they are. So that's not how they want to show up. I know some people are worried about putting off that thirsty vibe. They're worried about coming across to other people as thirsty, as aggressive and desperate and only interested in sex. So how do you know if you're putting out a thirsty vibe? Honestly, you may not realize what vibe you're putting out. The vibe you put out comes from your actions and your actions come from your intentions. But you may not realize how you're acting. You may not realize how other people see you. We can't be an impartial observer to our own actions because we can't see ourselves from the outside. We only have an inside view, so we don't know how others see us. We can only gauge their response to us based on their actions to us. That means that we have to be in tune with how others are treating us and how people are responding to us. And that means it's super important to be aware of body language. I also want to say, like anything in life, there are degrees of the thirsty vibe. A little thirst is going to come off very differently than a major thirst. You can be a little parched thirsty, or you can be desert bone dry thirsty. So let me tell you my thirsty story on the cruise ship. I recently went with some friends on a lifestyle cruise. I went with my cluckers, with my best friends. There's four of us. It was three ladies that went as singles, two of us are married, and one that went with her guy. I will say that being single on a couple's cruise is a whole different vibe. It's different than being single at Hedo. I've traveled in the lifestyle with Chad, and I've traveled without him, And I'd much rather travel with him, but the timing just didn't work out for this trip. It sort of came together last minute. Chad and I had talked before the cruise about me playing. We're big on communication and big on being on the same page. I had a hall pass with some agreed upon boundaries. I told myself that whatever happened, happened. Honestly, that was a little bit of a lie that I was telling myself. The truth is, I've spent most of my lifestyle life being mostly attracted to women. 
I'm still attracted to women. Don't get me wrong. I love women. They're so soft and sexy and sensual and just fucking amazing. And most women really know how to kiss. And they kiss me on the back of my neck and it just drives me fucking crazy. So yeah, I really like women. But recently I've kind of awoken, awakened, I don't know. I've recently found myself attracted to men a lot more and it's opened a whole different box for me. So it's kind of like this shiny new toy that I want to explore and play with. So I told myself that I wasn't actively looking. If it happened, it happened. But the truth is I was looking for it. I was actively pursuing it. And that is a very different vibe for me. I'm very outgoing. That's probably not surprising to anybody listening. I can literally talk to anyone pretty much anytime. I am definitely a people person. So normally, I'm all about just meeting people, just getting to know people, about making connections and making friends. For me, usually sex is lower on the list than making friends and having fun. But this new sexual empowerment has kind of shoved that up the list. So while I didn't realize it at the time, I was thirsty. Okay, let me explain. For me, that thirsty vibe wasn't just for anybody. I was looking for a guy that I was super attracted to. For me, if I'm super attracted to somebody, then that sexual energy is going to be really high. And then I can take that sexual energy back to Chad later. And that's going to make our already amazing sex life next level. That's what the lifestyle does for me. That's what I want. That's what I love about it. I should add here that I'm talking about if and when I play without Chad, which isn't very often. I prefer to play with him. Usually same room, preferably same bed. I really like to see his face when he's turned on and hear his sounds. It's so odd. So if I meet somebody and that attraction isn't super strong, I'm okay with just making friends and having fun and not pursuing a sexual component. And honestly, that's what happens most of the time because I don't meet a lot of men that I'm super attracted to right away. But on the cruise, I was actively looking for that strong attraction. And that's different for me. So my intentions were different. And because my intentions were different, my actions were different. I wasn't fully aware of it at the time, but after I did some reflection And after I talked to my girlfriends, I totally saw it. And in case you're wondering, I did find that strong attraction with somebody. He put out this great, sexy James Bond vibe on formal night that I was so into. And I know I put out a thirsty vibe. I was way more aggressive than I normally am. I mean, I'm normally fairly aggressive if I'm interested, I don't struggle with the fear of rejection, to be honest. But this was more than normal. I think he was into it, too. No, I know he was into it, too. But it just never happened. The timing wasn't right. And that's okay. I still got to bring that great sexual energy back to Chad. Not that we needed that after being away from each other for nine fucking days. 
That was too long to be away from him, by the way. I won't do that again. But what I realized after I got back and did some self-reflection was that I was putting out that thirsty vibe way more than I normally do. And I think it made people respond to me a little differently. People weren't as open and friendly with me as they normally are. I didn't make as many friends and I didn't interact as much as I normally do. And maybe it was just the vibe on the ship, but I don't think so. I mean, that might have been part of it, being a single on a couple's cruise. But I think more than anything, they were responding to the vibe that I was putting out. So if you don't want to be that guy or that girl, how can you make sure that you don't put out that vibe? It starts with your intentions. Because your intentions dictate your actions. So for starters, you have to be honest with yourself about what your real intentions are. We all know people who say that they aren't super interested in hooking up, that if it happens, it happens, but their actions tell a different story. They say that sex isn't their main purpose, but they pursue it pretty aggressively for somebody who claims to not care. And I'm betting at least one person is coming to your mind right now. I know I'm thinking of a couple of people, but here's the deal. I would bet all of my podcast panties on the fact that when they say they aren't all about sex, they really believe it, but they aren't really being honest with themselves. So they aren't really being honest with other people. And that's the problem with people who haven't done work to be self-aware. When you lie to yourself, you lie to all the people around you. You lie with your words and you lie with your actions. It might not be an intentional lie, but it's still a lie. So if you don't want to be thirsty, if you don't want to put out that thirsty, desperate, aggressive, it's all about sex vibe, I have some tips for you. Here are eight tips. Tip number one. Figure out what your real intentions are. Tip number two, make it your intention to meet people and to have fun. Maybe see if there's a connection, but not necessarily to have sex. Tip number three, watch how people respond to you. If they aren't interested, move on graciously. It's not going to feel thirsty to somebody if they're into you. But you aren't going to know if they're into you if you can't read the signals. Read that body language and respond appropriately. Tip number four, don't be selfish. Focus as much energy on what the other person wants as what you want. It doesn't feel thirsty if you're giving somebody what they want or need. Tip number five, be honest with yourself and with others. Tip number six, be curious. Get to know people. Find out who they are and what makes them tick and what turns them on. Tip number seven, be choosy. You don't have to like or comment on everything. As a disclaimer, I also want to say that there can be a fine line between wanting to interact and be positive and build people up and make them feel good about themselves and seeming a little creepy because you're doing it with everyone. 
You aren't making people feel special if it's a generic message or a comment sent to everyone. It really just makes them feel a little cheap. And tip number eight, make people feel special and seen. When you make a comment about something that's important to me, it makes me feel like you're seeing me, like you're choosing me. And that makes me feel special. And there's no thirsty vibe felt at all when I feel special and seen. Listen, guys, life is complicated. And the lifestyle can be complicated. Sometimes it feels like there's all these unwritten rules that are ever fucking changing. Like comment, but not too much. And send a message, but only with permission. And have a conversation, but not too personal. And show interest, but not too much interest and not too fast. And different people want different types of interest or different ways of talking and interacting. I get it. It can be fucking exhausting. And sometimes it can feel like way too much work. You're saying, I just want to get laid. There's nothing wrong with that. But the lifestyle means more than just getting laid to a lot of people. So yeah, I get that it can be a lot to navigate, especially for single guys, because let's be honest, those are who get labeled as thirsty a lot, which is unfair because I've met lots of single guys who are super respectful, super nice and caring, and just great guys. Most of the single guys I've met don't want to come off as thirsty. But since they aren't sure how to navigate the confusing world of the lifestyle without coming off as thirsty, especially as a bluefish, they kind of just pull back. So the nice guys tend to pull back and the thirsty guys put themselves out there. But on the other side of figuring all that out is an amazing fucking world. A world of acceptance and caring and freedom and lots of sex if you're interested and if you understand how to navigate it. And honestly, I can help with that too. So if you need help, I'm here. It's what I do. It's what I fucking love to do. If you need help navigating the lifestyle, I'm here. If you just need a safe, non-judgmental space to talk and have somebody actually fucking listen and understand, I'm here. If you need help overcoming your fear, I'm here. And if you need help building your confidence and embracing your badassery, I am here. Email me at joeattheconfidentswinger.com and put let's talk in the subject line. I really do read and respond to all my messages. Just a heads up, I have some exciting things coming up. My designer's working on a new and improved website, and I'm going to have some really cool offers for you when it's ready. I can't wait. Really exciting stuff is coming, and I can't wait to tell you guys about it. Well, that's it for today. If you like the show, please share it with others. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, rate the show and leave me a review. It really helps the show grow and get heard by more people. Let's build each other up so everybody feels great about themselves. And then we can all get laid more. I love you, sexy freaks. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.